How y'all doing? Welcome to the OKO OKO show. And it's your boy, OKO. And it's the Saturday morning. Shake up. And we're finna drop all that knowledge for you for this Saturday morning college football matchups today. And today we're gonna go, we're gonna jump right in it. All kind of matchups you wanna look out for. We're gonna jump in the the level of club showings, man. And we got the number three team in the nation versus Louisville. Now, I think Louisville is just one of them games that they're coming in unranked. Louisville, we don't know who's going to be the starting cornerback that's going to be up in the air as the quarterback, um, Jason. Uh, J. Juan Pass, he just ended the season with a toe, fan, uh, toe injury. So we don't know who's going to be the starting quarterback today. But the losses they did have today, uh, it's two of them. They had they lost to the Notre Dame, 35-17. They lost to Florida State, 35-24. The rest of them is wins. Since they go on to Clemson, who's their guys that really – Louisville is four and two and one in the conference. Four is four and two overall. Coming off the Louisville win, sixty-two to fifty-nine, they gave up a lot of points, as you see. Um, also leading with them, you also have um, Michelle Cunningham. He has eight hundred twenty yards right here, and uh, also have Jalen Hawkins is the one running back. Has six hundred twenty-two yards, and all two. Antwell has 509 yards and key today is Seth. As Antwell I seen, he's a kind of like a wide receiver that you kind of is their go-to guy. So can Clemson do enough to slow these guys down a little bit? Seems like they can score, but they sure do give up a lot. So when you got Clemson, if you're Clemson and you're looking um, playing these guys, even though they're not, you're not at home. Clemson is not home. Um, they had a short loss. Clemson had a, uh, you know, very close edge over um, last week against um, North Carolina, you know. And against Florida State, they handled the business. And North Carolina, they barely won by one by uh, a Mac Brown going for two, going for all the marbles. But think about the, uh, the quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, um, leading receiver is T. Higgins with 549 yards, and Trevor Lawrence has 1,301 yards and 11 TDs. Yes, how much points will Clemson win if they struggle? It's kind of an efficiency. As is it can Clemson, Trevor Lawrence. Can he put himself in harm's way for trying to make everything a home run ball? And if they if they continue to try to make a home run ball and continue to go for the big play, big play, maybe Louisville can slow them down a little bit and make it a low scoring game to make it tight. If they make this a low scoring game, it could be upset in the future, you know. So if Clemson jumps out on them. That's must suspect, but I'm going with Clemson. Then you got the number. Then you got West Virginia at OU in Norman. You got West Virginia's 
quarterback as coming in, ex transfer from um, from OU. It's coming in as they leading cornerback. Um, Austin Kendall has a thousand and two hundred forty-seven yards. QBR is forty-nine. That's pretty terrible. There's uh, nine TDs right there, but also Sam um, James as they leading wide receiver. And um, as they three and three, they coming in at home. Continue hoping they won't have the same results as these three losses, as they have lost to Iowa State, Texas, and Missouri at the beginning of the year. Is this the West Virginia that's going to hang with OU for a quarter and a half, or just the West Virginia says have something to prove with the quarterback from, from OU transfer, or we see otherwise it was – or is it too much for him? Is it C.D. Lamb and the wide receivers? And is it too much for them guys? It was just uh, is Jalen Hurts too much for him in the run game? Because Jalen Hurts is the real running back. But don't get things twisted between the running game and and us because Jalen Hurts is the playing running back that's leading them. But Sherman is a Man, child. So, even how will they defend on you? Will they spy all the time? Will they go zone? Will they go man and leave a whole bunch of running lanes for Jalen Hurts? Or they will leave a lot of running lanes for C.D. Lamb in the back end uh, to produce? So, so far he has 10 touchdowns. He has 610 yards, C.D. Lamb. He's just putting C.D.s in and plays them all day. Seems like he's in the end zone. Most of the time. But. All right. And next. Following. I'm going with OU on this one. Uh, and next. Also we have a number. Six. Washington, uh, Wisconsin against Illinois. Going against Illinois. At a home field. Wisconsin is going to be favored in this one. Even though they're going on the road. And getting the finding. A nine nine. 11 o'clock showing, but I'm going with Wisconsin and Taylor as the Heisman candidate at the running back position. And their offensive line is phenomenal. And uh, then next, we got the number nine, Florida versus South Carolina. Florida going to South Carolina. South Carolina just put a tremendous upset out of Georgia and knocked them to the top 10. Was ranked number three. Now, Florida's number nine, and South Carolina's at home. As the fact can twerk, twerk, uh, Florida's quarterback, trash, make enough plays to win the game at South Carolina because when this cornerback now, Israel McKinnons, McCollins, is a lockdown corner. If I pronounce his name wrong, but he's number 24. He's a sophomore. He's a 6'4 corner, and he's trying to change the game. Having big corners back in the game. 6'4, kind of like a hybrid. You will not see him until the couple years, pros, but they're drooling over him, having the best game. A three interception duel over the B Georgia last week. 
as they going with the freshman quarterback is um South Carolina get enough from the from the run game today just to make Florida um balance with their pass rush. So Carolina is two and two in the conference, three and three overall. As Miss Ch- Miss Chap uh, leads their team in his first year to um, ex Georgia's um, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator. Um, but Hiskies uh, got banged up a little bit against Georgia. The quarterback last week, he's going to expect him to play against Florida. His knee suffered just no minor, but you probably want to watch that knee. If you Florida, if you South Carolina, you probably want to watch that knee and see how's it going. You probably want to spend the, send the house on him on the passing downs. And Rico Donovan is the leading running back. That's 449 yards, and Brandon Elvis has 426 yards over there leading the team. And right now, I'm going with South Carolina to make the upset out of Florida. Because one side of the field is going to be shut down. And three have to find somewhere else to pass on on the other side. And um, right now, then you got number 11, Auburn versus Arkansas. Going on the road to Arkansas, Auburn Bo Nicks coming off one of the losses against Florida. But I think then Auburn bounces back, did too much speed over there to, to, uh, for Arkansas. Auburn wins this game easily. Then you got one of the biggest matchups in quarterback land. That quarterback land and NFL scouts is drooling for. <clears throat> you got number 12, Oregon, versus number 25, Washington. Jared Herbert, quarterback from Oregon, against Jacob Beeson and the Washington Huskies. And then can can Oregon get enough? Can they can they start fast? Can they start fast to win this game? That's been their problem. Well, they started fast against Chicago, but Cal pretty much had their number early and they ended up winning that 17 to 7. But can they if they don't start fast, this is going to be a long game for them. Uh Justin Herbert has 1,602 yards, and their favorite tie, uh, favorite blanket for him is the Jacob uh, Breland. The tight end has 405 yards, and that's pretty big for a tight end right now these days. Um, then you got Jacob Easton that has all the tools you want, strong arm, but he has more weapons to work with it. That's why I'm going with Washington at home. With Jacob Inkson making just enough throws to win this game. Because Washington right now dealing with a 5 and 2 record second in the Pac 12 12 North. If this win and bring Oregon down to one loss in the conference, but hoping they get another slip up. And Washington will have the tiebreaker. Jacob Beeson has 1,692 yards. Aaron Fuller is his top rod of receiver, number two. And he um, has 558 yards to lead the ball club. <clears throat> Let me see. 
And also, look at Jacob Eason at his last game against Arizona, 51-27, 2 for 243 yards, two touchdowns and a win. I'm going with Washington on this one. Seems like Jacob Eason is more poised to make a more of a draft leap to Justin Herbert. But I'm going with Washington with the win. Uh, also, and then you got number two, LSU versus Mississippi State. I'm going to go. It's going to be a quarterback matchup between LSU, Gunslinger, and then all them wide receivers, and Chase, and Montgomery's, and all them guys over there. Bauer, quarterback Joe Brower has torn 2,157 yards this season. And Justin Justin Jefferson is the leading wide receiver. There's just one of them that's 670 yards. But the leading wide receiver over there for them, the junior Chase, has 10 touchdowns, I believe. <clears throat> and I just think that's too much for Kevin Munn and Mississippi State to handle. Um there's too many weapons. I don't think uh, they have enough in the back end uh, with Mississippi State. They got a couple guys, but they just three three deep and uh, tight end, and there's a lot of weapons for Joe Burrow to to, tag, um, to throw around. And I got LSU winning this on the road. Um, also, Tulsa. Versus Cincinnati, they playing number one, number twenty one. Cincinnati they going on the road to Cincinnati, which I'm going to. I'm gonna highlight Tulsa on this one. Um, to win the um, the game last week over Navy, forty five to seventeen, but it was a short loss to SM. SMU, can they get two wins in a row? I hope so. They're 2-0 and 0-2 in the conference tour and four overall Tulsa is. Zach Smith is the leading quarterback. Shamar Brooks is the leading running back, 464 yards. His number is number three. <clears throat> and Zach Smith is the leading quarterback, has 1,618 yards. Sometimes I just think that's not enough to get it done in a passing Error right now, but I think if they continue to get the ball to Morris Brooks and run the ball and neutralize their team they're playing in Cincinnati, that's explosive. They'll win that game. I got Tulsa winning an upset. Also, later on today, we got 20 number 18 Baylor versus O State. And you got I got um, Baylor losing this game to O State. I got O State winning this game. Um, I got Gundy winning this game at home with them dealing with um, my receiver. With their wide receiver, their big time play wide receiver in O State. Trevon Marlis, he has 703 yards, and Chubbard has 1,904 yards. And Spencer Sanders is the quarterback. And I think O-State just has too much sports and power, and Hubbard up there at the running back going to carry them to win. If you got to carry the ball 30 times, if you got to carry it 20 times, if you got to get it 40 times, I believe O-State wins this game. 
And they continue there is four or two overall, but one and two in the conference. They got a long way to go. It's not ranked, so they continue to get a couple more wins, try to get up in that top 25. Then you got Kansas versus Texas. Texas is at home, number 15 they are, and they're going to win that game about three or four more touchdowns against Kansas. And then you got the marquee matchup, uh, 16 Michigan versus number seven. Penn State at 6.30 matchup. And I got Penn State winning this game because they have too much on the running game. They will rely on the run game first. And I just think their defense is a little bit better than Michigan's. And this is this is going to be a big game in conference, you know. Um, Penn State is undefeated. Michigan is 3-1. They're 5-1 in the con- – um, 3-0 in the conference, 5-1 overall. And I think Sean Clifford is, is is the game management. They continue to run the ball to Colin, to Kane. has 310 yards in the purple backs they have. And K.J. Hilmer is the leading wide receiver, number one. Uh, he's jersey number one. He's has 100, he has 455 yards for uh, the wide receiver group. And he leads them. I think they just have enough plays to make it the wide receiver running back position that I just don't know about Michigan. Um, people's rooting for Harbaugh, but I don't think he has enough. I don't believe in Shane Patterson. I believe that um, they don't have to go with him, but lack of injuries to the backup run um, quarterback. And I just think Michigan, Shane Patterson, and they just don't have enough on the defense end. They might make a little bit of plays on the offense end, but lack of running game. It's pretty much going to do Michigan with like a running game. They're going to be pretty much one-dimensional. And I have Penn State winning this game. Number one, Alabama. They play Tennessee. And can Tennessee put one on them? I can't believe we did it episodes. But I hope so. My mind's saying I hope so. But I don't see it happening. Um, yeah, Alabama winning this. Tulu has just too many weapons out there to play with. Well, me probably scores about four touchdowns to be sitting by the third quarter. Um, also, and yeah, I was wrong with the Georgia losing against South Carolina, but they try to bounce back. If yeah, if y'all listened to me and thought Georgia was gonna win, everybody else thought Georgia was gonna win too. So if you did pick South Carolina last week, more props to you. And I'm give y'all your props. I was off. That is my team, and I'm kind of crouching dick roll about Georgia. But they playing against Kentucky, number 10. I'm going to win that game um, against Kentucky and at home. They're playing at uh, 5 o'clock. And you got Herm Edwards, the 17. Herm Edwards, Arizona State, ball club against Utah. And then five-powered. Run and shoot offense. Give me our Arizona State. People say, why are you getting her? I say, because the guy, no matter how is it ugly or what, Arizona State gets it done by field goal or barely in a touchdown to win the game. Arizona State is in second in the conference between USC with 2-1 and 5-1 record. J. Ron Davis is the leading quarterback. And Ron Benjamin is 529 yards for them. And Brandon Olukuk 
651 yards receiving. And I just think Herman Edwards just gets them wild up for they can win this game. And they'll beat Utah by, by a close margin. Uh, also, when I always like to add y'all, if you're not, if you're new to my segment, we break down with things you call lockdown corners, lockdown safety, lockdown people. Be aware of on these games Saturday. People that got skills. And we got another segment with with skills I just said and and another segment with running back. That mean grown men out there. Headaches. Give quarterbacks uh, just crazy. Up all night trying to study them. And we got this uh Position we call it skills position. You got the wide receivers. They pretty much you're gonna be seeing them on Sunday making plays everywhere. And um also we're gonna go jump into the skills positions. Yeah, Randall Moore, the sophomore wide receiver, the short guy, the switch guy, but they're not playing that good, but he's playing, he's good. Tyron Wallace from Ohio State, the big wide receiver that's ready to do it. Can jump, catch, deep pass. He got all the traits. Justin Ross from Clemson. Devin Durensby from Texas. Then you got C.D. Lamb from OU. Then you got running backs. You got grown men out there just handling their business. You got... Jontae Swift from Georgia, J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State, Travis Onini, Leonard from Clemson. Then you also have Jonathan Taylor, Trey Sermon, Chubba Herbert from Ohio State. Them players will make a team go nuts. And then you got um, – also, then we're going to jump into another topic. And then you got brain headaches for coordinators. Even probably for NFL players. Brain headaches. I got Jalen Hurts, Trevor Lawrence, Jake Fromm, Joe Brower, Justin Fields. Name them. They putting up numbers. Heisman candidates, some. You'll see them on the league. Then you got the skill position. Julie, Julie Jody, Jerry Judy, Terran Wallace, Michael Pittman, Chad Case. T. Higgins, them and the guys, man. And then you come in, we're going to jump into these lockdown positions. Grand Despite from LSU, Xavier McKinley from Bama. Then you got Jaron Fuller from Ohio State, Patrick Satane from, um, from Alabama. Then you got the new cornerback for Israel, McCullough from South Carolina, the big corner that's six fold had three interceptions last week against Georgia. And these is these are my subject, and this is your boy OKO. And I'm out the door. This is your boy OKO, and I'm dropping this college shake up. And you know we have this is your boy OKO. This is your college football. Follow me and catch me up on the you can also go to my YouTube. And catching a freestyle or whatever, it's okay, okay, 
and O. Freestyle one through four is for them joints. It's your boy OKO, and I'm out the door for real. All right, peace.